0: Is it just me or is this Christmas or soon to be Christmas period uh, more busier than ever? Does it feel a little bit crazy? Are you suffering from severe overwhelm of trying to wrap it all up in time for Christmas? Look, I hear you. I'm feeling it. And I've got some ways that I am looking to make my Christmas count this year because we've been through a lot. (laughs) We've been through a lot in the past two years. So I've got some ideas and today is just about, you know, bringing in the jolly season, right? We deserve to celebrate. We deserve to unwind and we deserve to reduce this overwhelm of life all of a sudden being thrusted back upon us after two years of crazy town. <laughs> Tis the season to be jolly, la 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 right? Anyway, here we go. Um, let's make your Christmas count. Hey there, I'm Josephine Cuba, and you're listening to Business Arts and All That Jazz. I've been immersed in the creative business world and performing arts industry for over 20 years. I know from experience that being an artist, a creative or running a creative business can be a tough gig, but I'm here to tell you it's possible. I went from having zero dollars to my name and living below the poverty line to then living paycheck to paycheck to finally living a life of comfort, happiness, passion and even stability. In this podcast, I peel back the curtain and share with you the ups and downs of my journey. Plus, I tap into the minds of creative industry experts to discover their paths to success. I know you have a spark inside of you, that little voice that tells you to reach for the stars. I want to help you step into your limelight to have the courage to live a life you dream of, a life that you design. So get ready to be entertained and inspired as we talk business, arts and all that jazz. Okay, so if you heard my intro today, you would have heard me sing a little um, Christmas carol tune to you. Uh, Just a little FYI, it's 9.20am on a Sunday morning. I'm exhausted. I've just um hosted my son's fifth birthday party yesterday. Um And his birthday is actually not for two weeks, but we've decided to push it back early because he's a bit of a Christmas baby. And I don't know if any anyone out there is a Christmas baby or a New Year's baby or has one. Um, it's just a really tricky time to celebrate, you know, a birthday because, you know, people go away or they're feeling like so busy that they don't want to come or, So we decided to push it right back and do a couple of weeks early. Anyway, so I'm just so tired and I think it's more than just, I mean, putting on a party. I think really the tiredness is coming from, um, yeah, it's just coming from being in lockdown for so many months and, you know, being in Sydney here in Australia, we, we come out of this four month lockdown and then all of a sudden, well, almost four months, whatever it was, 5,000 days, who knows? Um, I know Victorians would feel this too. And anyone else that's experienced lockdown really around the world, but, and you can hear I'm croaky. Sorry, guys, I'm, I'm a little bit tired, but I really wanted to do this episode this morning. Cause my husband's gone to, gone out to buy a lawnmower. <laughs> yeah. He's gone out to buy a lawnmower. Um, As you do. And my children are actually quiet and painting figurines. Go figure. So I'm like, wow, is this my opportunity? I think it is. (laughs) Even though my voice is croaky and I'm tired and all the things I really wanted to show up for you guys this Christmas because um, yeah, I just think it's been so full on. And I've been thrusted back into this work mode. So just to just to paint a little quick picture here, and, and I'm sure a lot of you resonate with this during the lockdown period, all of our um, all of my in-person services and programs, my musical makers club programs, everything I did was all online. So we went completely 100 percent virtual. And um that worked well. We retained seventy percent of our students that way. We also gained students um, through advertising our virtual only programs, which we now are continuing. so we have a hybrid business of virtual programming and in person, which has been a great extension model for us and moving forward, I think it's going to be really um you know it's it's the way of the future for our business and i and I'm you know I'm grateful that I've learned. Um, you know, that virtual space. But anyway, so that sort of was the way we were running for the last few months. And really, the last couple of years, it's been so on and off. A lot of what we did was virtual. And now it's like, oh, okay, we're, we've hit the vaccination point. Yay. We're back into life, which is amazing. But the problem is that um, I guess we're not used to being in person, right? So, A lot of what's happened is there's a feeling of overwhelm and also with my business being production focused programs. So for example, um, all of our students end up doing a show, those shows have been banked up because we weren't able to perform them in July. So there's been a delay. So now all of the shows that we were meant to do in the July period, and now in December, we then had to bump all of our December productions to January. We then had to. Um, then also, um, we run school holiday programs. Um, I've also got my my talent agency. I'm also coaching and mentoring. You know, I just published a book. Um, I've obviously got this podcast. I took on so much during the lockdown because I was feeling super creative. So I started writing. I started podcasting. I started doing all this stuff. And that really was great, and I'm loving it. Believe me, I really am loving it. But yeah, now we're back in person. I'm like, crap! I've got this massive backload backlog, sorry, of of stuff that was meant to happen that is now happening now, and it's all happening right now. So within the next month, I'm actually putting on three musical productions. Actually, now four because. I've just sold one of my shows to a major um, company who's wants to tour it from Sydney to Melbourne to Perth, right, which is all great stuff, but it's a lot. So this is all happening in the period of now four to six weeks, which normally it would happen in four to six months, like spanned across four to six months is happening in four to six weeks. And sorry, I'm I'm rambling here, but I guess the point is it's a lot. And so I've made a decision because I want to make my Christmas count. I have made a decision that I am going to be intentional about taking time off. So I'm putting it out here in the podcast stratosphere because I want to be accountable for this. I know like other entrepreneurs may struggle with this. You look at your email, right? You look at your email every single day and you're checking, you know, you look at the bank account, the emails, the text messages, the voicemails, the the to-do lists, and we don't really get to switch off. Even when we're away, we don't switch off. So it's only 10 days, but I've made a promise to myself that I'm going to switch off completely as in I'm not going to even look at my email, which will be a first, for 10 days, right? So from the 24th of December to the 3rd of January, I'm out. That's it. And I really, really, really want to stick to that because for me this is the beginning of taking blocks of time off. And I want that for you too. If you're not taking time off, you need to be. And you need to be not because you should be, but because I honestly believe that when you take time off and you have a little bit of self time, a little bit of downtime, a little bit of family time, that you actually are going to be more productive when you come back. So what does time off look like, right? Because I've done time off over the years, but I'm still addicted to the email or I'm still not truly tuning out. And so for me, time out looks like this. I will not. And these are promises, public statements. (laughs) I'm not going to look at my email. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to respond to client inquiries. I will not be responding to work-related messages or voicemails. I will set my voicemail to say that I'm away so that people um, respect my boundaries. If they call me, they can leave a message. I will... And then on which to which I will attend, obviously, once I'm back. I will um, set a I'm away notification on my email um, so that people respect my boundaries and they will know that, it, you know, that's what's happening when we come back. Same with any website inquiries. We receive website inquiries nearly every single day um, for our programs or Facebook inquiries either or. And so again, just having that set to sorry, but we are back on XYZ date, not even a sorry, actually no apologies, people, (laughs) no apologies for taking time off. I think that's really important too. And you can hear my voice dying out right now. (laughs) Um, yeah, no apologies. Just absolute time off. I mean, as for the agency, my talent agency, I know there's gonna be no briefs. I mean, there might be one or two, but honestly, I don't think people have an expectation of urgency during this period. Now, what's the future look like? So that's making my Christmas count. I wanna not just take time off, but what am I gonna then do with that time? due to all the uncertainty around travel and all that for the first time in a long time, me and my, um, immediate family, my husband and my kids, we are actually not going away. I wish we were (laughs) now that I think about it, but we're not. Um, and that might change. We might book a couple of days somewhere if we can get it. I mean, it's so hard to get any accommodation now. It's just crazy. It's really, it's really challenging everything's in high demand as soon as people can say you can travel it's like boom everything gets booked um but we might do something locally not really ready to catch a plane just yet um but soon because we've got little ones I've got a you know a five-year-old and a seven-year-old so I'm just still being cautious in that space but you know whatever I I think if you're going traveling awesome I believe me I'm envious because I would love to be traveling Um, right now but we're probably just going to wait for the next season so how can I make it count normally holidaying is the way I've thought about decluttering so I'm going to obviously spend beautiful time with my family go to the beach enjoy myself have a bit of fun but I also want to focus on decluttering so I want to really use these holidays to set up the new year Um, just with clarity. I've been reading a lot about decluttering at the moment and there are lots of ways you can declutter your life and I think that this, when you declutter, you're leaving space for everything else to come in. Um, But a lot of it can be, you know, decluttering your wardrobe for a start. I mean, how many things are in the wardrobe that you feel, you know, you don't even fit anymore or it's not even your style and you just keep it there for the day that what you're meant to be back to your size eight self of when you were 19 years old i mean it's ridiculous right so just stepping into who you are today and really accepting it and decluttering your wardrobe um another way i want to make it count is you know just sort of decluttering the house so When I think about decluttering the house, I think about um, all the crap. You know how much. Oh, that was my daughter slamming the door in the background. Um, All the crap we've got. I mean, do you know how many toys I've still got from the kids? If anyone can relate to this, put your hands in the air. I can't see you, but I'm like imagining your hands in the air right now. Yes, that's me. Who he has like toys from when their kids were like one and they don't play with them anymore. It's ridiculous. I mean, we've got stuff that is so old. So, yeah, I want to declutter the home. Also, because we're looking, well, sorry, I'm doing a bit of manifestation here. We're not just looking to renovate next year. We are going to be renovating our house next year. Um, Just opening the space up to really see the possibilities and really removing all of the stuff that doesn't serve us in the home anymore. How about decluttering your clients? Now, a lot of this is inspired by a woman called um, Denise Duffield Thomas. She talks about decluttering a lot. So these notes are actually some really great um, things that I've picked up from this amazing woman. So anyway, you can check her out. She's got like books and podcasts and all that sort of stuff, Denise Duffield Thomas. But another thing she talks about is decluttering your life. Yeah. Yeah. So what about what about like removing the people that are in your life? And I know that sounds harsh, but like people that just aren't serving you or, or are horrible to you. I mean, obviously, you know, parents and family are one thing, but <laughs> but I'm talking about, you know, friendships that are that are toxic, clients. Oh my goodness. If you have clients that are currently that are just not your ideal client. Then, then it's time to move on. 2022 is the year to declutter, right? So think about who you want to cull from your business, from your life. You know, the client that never pays you on time, the client that you're always constantly chasing for information, that's constantly hustling you for every dollar they spend, that's constantly telling you everything you do isn't good enough isn't worth their time isn't you know we hardly have any of those honestly like I've spent so many um years hustling and doing all the things and now I don't yeah if someone's not the ideal client we simply let them go um and I and I think you know that's really important to sort of to be in a space where you can receive the right clients, you need to remove the ones that aren't serving you. Um, yeah, maybe you're looking to, maybe you're looking to, you know, find a new partner or do something new in your life. I feel like these are all spaces that you can super declutter. Okay, so let's let's recap on how you and I can make this Christmas count. Number one, take time off. Don't just take it off and go, yeah, yeah, I'm taking this time off. Set your dates and say, I am off between this date and this date. And these are the promises to myself I'm going to make within these dates, whether it be switching off completely from work, spending more time with your family, calling the friend or your mom, or, you know, setting a lunch date, um, going out into nature, going and doing your favorite thing that fills your cup, whatever it is, that's how you can make your Christmas count by setting a, an intention of creating space and time to invest in yourself and the people you love. Right? The other, the other key thing that I was talking about um, in making your Christmas count is decluttering. So you know, again, maybe get you know, pop some clothes into the the charity box. Remove things from your home that are cluttering your space. Look at your client list and just, you don't have to action it during your holidays, but just write a list and just write down, okay, these are the people in my business or in my life that no longer serve me, that no longer bring me joy, that constantly bring me down, that make me feel like I don't have value, you know, all of that. So write a list, check it twice. Got to find out who's naughty and nice, right? (laughs) Because Santa ain't going to their house this Christmas. (laughs) So it's time for you to remove anyone on the naughty list. Got it? Remove the people on your naughty list. This actually happened to me um, recently. Um, Yeah, I had a good friend that's yeah, just, we're not friends anymore. And that, that's sort of happened and it's, it's been and gone and it's unfortunate, but when someone is really dragging you through the mud emotionally or not treating you kindly or, um, just constantly on the attack, it's important to go, how important is this relationship in my life? And if I let it go, what would that, what would that do? How would I feel? And if the answer is that would actually be a relief, I would feel better, that would make me happier, that would, you know, take that big burden off my back, then that's the right decision, you know. You've got to do what's right for you at the end of the day and what's right for your family, you know. So make space, spend time with loved ones, declutter. That's it. Make your Christmas count, guys. We've had such a turbulent couple of years and... I think it's been absolutely insane. Let's just do our very best now to to bring us back to a place where we can think again, where we can have space and really thrive. I wish you the absolute best for 2022. If you're looking for something for Christmas, guys, be sure to, you know, or a Christmas present to yourself, I would highly recommend jumping on my website, com forward slash books and grabbing a copy of The Women Changing the World. It's a collaborative um, project written by women for women. It is amazing. It's not, just, an, it's not a, just a business book really, actually. It's about the stories of entrepreneurial women through highs and lows, the big impacts they're making and the small ones of how... Each woman is changing the world. I have a chapter in the book and um, and I really do dive deep and share with you a glimpse of what it was like growing up in my childhood, um, you know, through neglect, domestic violence, all of that. You can get a glimpse of my story and so many others. There's there's beautiful women in this book. And I'm going to be sharing next year, actually. I'm going to be sharing next year. Um, I've got some interviews with some of the women, some of the authors from the book. If you haven't checked it out yet, go back to episode one, Karen McDermott, who's also an author and the publisher of the Women Changing the World book jump back onto episode number one. It's actually our most listened to episode. Karen is amazing. Um, yeah, so that might be a great way to spend some downtime, having a listen to some shows, watching your favourite stuff, listening to your favourite podcast episodes, you name it. All right, guys. And then next week we're going to be diving in on the new year, which is our plan For 2022, we're going to create our 12 month plans, our 90 day plans. We're going to get started and we're going to kick off 2022 with a bang because I believe this is it. This is our year to come back from this lull that we've been feeling and really jump in with beautiful action. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, so um, let me give you a quick song to finish. Here we go. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. That's it. That's all I got. la 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 la. And if you imagine the mistletoe, have a kiss. Mwah! There you go. That's for you. I'm under the mistletoe giving you a big kiss for this Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Be kind to yourself. And yeah. Make your Christmas count. If you enjoyed listening and would like to hear more, be sure to click subscribe. If you're really feeling the love, share us with your friends. To work with me or to simply find out more about the magic of creativity, arts and business, head to my website, josephelencuba.com and you can find me on socials. I also have a book that I've co-written with a bunch of amazing entrepreneurial women called The Women Changing the World, and you can grab a copy of that at com forward slash books. Thanks for listening.